Welcome to this week's End of Days Update, coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. We're coming to you every week to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord. And man, this is weekend is Christmas. How exciting. Uh, this next weekend, the whole world celebrates the King being born. Isn't that amazing that even sinners, even secular people, it's the biggest event there is, Jesus born into the earth. Uh, he, he, he got a body. He put on flesh and dwelt among us and gave his life for us and was raised from the dead. How amazing to be living at the end of the church age, uh, watching everything get to, uh, come together that points to the coming of the Lord. How exciting. Kali and I just want to say have a great, wonderful Christmas with your family, and uh, we'll see you next year. Next week, we won't have an end of days update because of Christmas, but have a great time with your family, and uh, I know you'll be blessed. The more we celebrate Jesus, the blessed we all are. If he be lifted up, he'll draw all men unto him. So we're looking every week at at all the things that point to the coming of the Lord. I mean, there's so many signs about the second coming. The rapture is signless. I mean, that's kind of bizarre how the church age was such a mystery. The rapture was a mystery. And uh, I mean, they all wanted the kingdom to be set up right there. And Jesus said, I'll build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And they're like, church, what's a church? So it's weird how segmented the church age is because oftentimes people want to put uh, second coming verses on the church and you'll feel like you don't qualify. Like uh, he said in Luke 21, pray that you may be accounted worthy to escape all these things and stand before the Son of Man. Well, I don't have to pray to be accounted worthy. I am worthy. He was talking to Jewish boys there that were not saved yet. So the tone changes uh, once uh, Jesus is raised from the dead. So we look at each other through the eyes of the epistles where we see that we're seated with him in heavenly places. And he's already presented us holy, unblameable, and unreprovable in his sight. So so much is happening. Let's pick up with what's happened this last week. We're in such a long period of still with war, with Gaza, with Hamas. It was interesting to see what happened this last week. You'd think it would be winding down, and it's trying to, but the last four or five days has been some of the most severe fighting since the whole war broke out. And more mass amounts of tunnels were, were excavated this last week, and a lot of Hamas's leadership was caught down in the bottom of those areas. It's weird how they uh, were so elaborate with them. I looked at some videos this last week, and I thought, you could drive a car through some of these tunnels. They were so big. So all set up to destroy Israel. Isn't that something? Uh, Israel, Satan, and America's the great Satan. So look at that spirit. Iran backing Hamas and Gaza, backing Hezbollah. You had Hezbollah uh, firing missiles at northern Israel. That's weird how it's, there's two con things kind of went back and forth this last week that kind of surprised me. Uh, there was all this talk of uh, Hezbollah firing tons of missiles at Israel, and Israel said, we will so retaliate, it will wipe you into the dark ages. And then a couple of days later, just in the last two days, they came out saying, we're not going to fire any missiles against Israel, so and not going to start a war with Israel. I think they realize they're not going to be able to win. So something's probably going to change with that, but that's all right. We'll find out how that works out. But it's better not to have all of that. But what's crazy in the midst of all this is Iran firing missiles at uh, U.S. forces in Syria and Iraq. 74 missiles uh, since October 17th. Then you had a lot before that, and America doesn't really respond. We, we take a defensive strategy instead of an offensive strategy. But we, we're going to have to do something because you have Iran and Yemen uh, with the Houthis firing drones and missiles at, at the Red Sea, at the Navy. You had 14 drones taken out by our, uh, our Navy this last week, and the British government uh, destroyer took out one drone. So, and what the Houthis said, or basically it's Iran said, we're not going to stop if you're going to keep this war going. Well, you had representatives from Iran and from uh, Hamas go down to Qatar and meet to discuss literally a ceasefire of about seven days. And it's interesting, just to 
today, Israel came out and said, we would be up for a seven-day ceasefire if we could get all of the hostages released, or maybe up to 40. It wasn't 40, then it went all up to 130. So hopefully they'll be uh, uh, let out soon. So you have a little bit of uh, uh, things that are hope for the hostages. But I mean, this is a horrible situation. They Just yesterday from, from Gaza, Hamas is firing rockets into Tel Aviv, the central part of Israel, not just the southern part. So they continue to do that while Israel continues to just literally get down to the point where Hamas's leadership is getting taken out all over the, uh, the, the area. So intriguing to see what different ones are saying with the, e, the EU and the UN still coming against Israel, saying they're being too strong. Well, uh, no one's coming against Hamas about being too strong, about killing all of Israelis, women and children and babies. Indiscriminate. It's absolutely insane. So uh, I, I watch all this be a perfect setup for the Ezekiel 38 war because of the guys that came together this last week. The different foreign ministers came together, literally looking like they're saying they're going to have a, a plan for what they're going to do. So I like in the middle of that, America, it looks like they did a cyber attack in Iran. All the gas pumps all over Iran shut down for a while a couple of days ago. I don't think they realize uh, the, the, the things that Israel can, can, can do even through computers. So Stuxnet shut down the Iranian thing as well this, a few years ago. One of my buddies is a friend of the guy that wrote that software. So you even have right now Iran boasting one of its new missiles having artificial intelligence, how they can guide it later. So they're boasting that, saying uh, we're getting ready to literally wipe Israel off the map. The verbiage they said this last week, even in the midst of all the Gaza war, was we're still uh, completely set on wiping Israel off. And they said this word again, too, which I still can't believe they say this. The rabid dog of the Middle East needs to be annihilated, calling Israel. Israel the rabbit dog, whereas Israel is the only democracy in the Middle East. So you got natural things happening. you got flares uh, behind the sun. There was even a, a document that came out this week talking about asteroids that are in the behind the sun that we can't see that looks like there's going to be so many coming close to Earth this next year. I was intrigued by them saying close to Earth and how they brought that out. You had the the volcano that erupted. You had several different really big earthquakes in China. So you've got natural things. You've got earthly things. You've got literally a force of evil pushing nations together to try to wipe Israel off the map. What does that tell us? That shows us we're close to the coming of the Lord. I hear people go, why should you get into the things about the coming of the Lord? Well, it, the, Jesus did this so we'd lift up our heads. We wouldn't be downtrodden. The whole thing is about hustling, not about, you see the finish line. It's not about uh, escaping. It's about doing everything we need to do right now. What do we do? Help our local church, help our local pastor, be more engaged. I mean, you got people coming across the border. I said it last week. You had uh, people from men from China hustling across the border uh, to do stuff in America. So uh, I, it was interesting. I've heard this four or five times this last week. They said, we're, we're going after the Saturday people first, and then we'll go after the Sunday people next. That's the Jews and the Christians. Why? Jesus is just about to come. So you're watching that, that stuff ratcheted up. You even have in Ottawa. Ottawa's city symbol for the city is 666. I saw it on the logo for their buses. I was like, are you kidding me? So there's all this stuff coming forward about digital IDs, digital money, one monetary system. You got uh, Pope Francis saying that same-sex marriage still can be blessed. It came out yesterday with that. So all this stuff is exactly what the Bible said you'd see just before he comes. So 
what do we do with that? We get excited. Uh, it's exciting to see that, wow, we're living at the end of the church age. So what do we do? Let's try to get as many people saved as we can. Let's become soul winners even more. Uh, let's be white, hot, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. So one thing that you see six times over and over and over again connected to the rapture of the church is steadfastness. I love it that the Holy Spirit's already told you what you're going to look like. Daniel prophesied about you. He said you'd know your God, you'd be strong, and you would do exploits. So we always go back to the Word. There's so many things happening, just blatant. Let's look at some of the signs. I hear people say, well, why do you get into the signs all the time? Well, the signs are markers for us to show us how close we are uh, to the coming of the Lord. Number one, Israel regathered. Number two, Jerusalem won back. And then you got the Hebrew language restored. you got the Ethiopian Jews brought back. you got the fertility of the land of Israel. you got the revival of the Roman Empire. Empire. You have the Temple Mount Institute that's ready. This last week they talked about uh, looking for the menorah again. You have the Temple Mount Institute ready to start having sacrifices again. You had foxes show up on the Temple Mount. Fish show up in the Dead Sea. Had the Dead Sea turned blood red last fall on the Day of Atonement where Sodom and Gomorrah was. Absolutely crazy. You had the ritual baths around the Temple Mount fill up with water. First time in 2,000 years. I mean, you got predatory birds show up, 172 different species of predatory birds. So you have the cleanup crew in the land of Israel right now. That's remarkable to have Russia going to Crimea, Russia going to the Ukraine. So Russia's in position, birds are in position, fish are in position, the Temple Mount Institute is in position. What's the church do? It should be screaming to us, the king's about to come. This last year I was preaching in Mattoon, Illinois, and there was a sound man that was there that they'd hired. He wasn't really into our uh, preaching lingo or whatever, so I taught on the signs. He came up to me afterwards and said, so if what you're saying is true, we should be running from housetop to housetop saying, Jesus is just about to come. I said, that's exactly right. Once you get into all of them, they're blatant, they're clear, they're exact, they're precise. There's no wiggle room. I heard people go, we've had those signs before. No, no other generation's ever had these signs. These are remarkable and distinctive of our generation because uh, that's why Jesus said, when you see these things, he didn't say run for the hills. He said, lift up your heads. Your redemption draws nigh. So we're to be excited. And then you have men will be lovers themselves. And you go from all these signs to signals. You had blood red moons on, on Passover and tabernacles. Remarkable. When's the last time you, it's called a tetrad. NASA called it a tetrad. When's the last time you had four blood red moons in a row? 1967 when Jerusalem was won back. 1948 when Israel was made a nation. And 1492 at the Edict of Expulsion when the Jews uh, were kicked out of Spain. So remarkable. Heavenly activity with, with things about Israel. And then you go to the Bethlehem star, Jupiter, Regulus, uh, uh, Venus, all this happening at one time. The Magi came down because the, the stars told them there was going to be a king born. Jupiter, king planet, Regulus, Regal, king planet. Uh, so you even had Regal do retrograde motion, look like it was going backwards. It was crowning uh, Jupiter the king. Wow. Well, uh, what does that tell us? Uh, it's pretty blatant when you have all these natural signs and you have heavenly signs. Uh, so what do we do? We go, man, Jesus, you're about to come. There's many, many, many more heavenly signs. Like in 2017, there were so many more. Uh, it was pretty amazing. So what does it tell us? We're about to leave the planet. So like I said, help your local church, help your local pastor, uh, be engaged and be involved. Jesus is just about to come. How? We sing about our King. The songs that we sing right now about Christmas time, about seeing Jesus made flesh, we're about to see Him as the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Wow, that first coming was pretty pretty under the radar, born in a manger. This second coming, every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that He's Lord to the glory of God the Father. Wow, 
We're so blessed. Have a wonderful, wonderful Christmas weekend. And uh, so soon we'll see you face to face and have a blessed week. We'll see you in 2024. Thanks for joining us today at the end of day's update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the edu and we'll see you next week.